The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And in honor of the Masters, we're giving away a tailor-made driver. Just go to sg.pn masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight doing pretty good it's a beautiful day here in philadelphia up to 80 degrees gonna be 80 degrees tomorrow and friday unfortunately not too good on the ice for the flyers but i'm enjoying the good weather here yeah opposite side of the spectrum for me with the astros killing the kings nine at three and I'm also pretty relieved that uh, Petta didn't bang down my door after all the desecration talk about that most I slaughtered the other night. So a uh, bit of relief and a bit of uh, ecstasy because my team's the best in the league. Did you say Petta? <laughs> Peta, Petta, what is it? How do you say? Did you call Peta Petta? He's a Petta. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, yo. That shows how much he saw... does not care. Yeah, this guy never saw the South Park episode where Peta was throwing blood on people. Puff Diddy and everything. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. Before we get going here, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Tons of great information. Uh, was the NBA playoffs already kicking? They had the uh, what do they call that? The playing game starting off tonight. That was pretty cool. Um, what else we got? We got USFL starting this week. That's gonna be awesome. The big golf tournament coming up this week with the RBC Invitational. A uh, bunch of good shit, man. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Listen to the other shows, dude. They're always a blast too. And, uh, of course, as always, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group is popping off tonight. Good to see lots of stuff. We had that 14-game slate going on on a Tuesday there. That was wild. Hard to keep track of, but that place is booming, man. So if you're not in the Slack, get your ass in the Slack. doesn't cost you anything. Always good to see your friends in there. Yeah, Slack's it's free. It's a nice little group chat there. It's like on, on a game on game night, like Tuesday, we had 14 games. Tonight, Thursday, we have 12 games. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna not be able to follow every game, but we try to alert people if there's good live bet opportunities, stuff like that. So definitely make sure you check out the Slack and the website as well. Like Talon said, we got a bunch going on right now. And make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast, the Hockey Gambling Podcast, on whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. But on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And leave us a goddamn five-star rating and review already. 
<laughs> Doesn't have to be five star, man. Just leave us a review. We want shit to read Something. on the show. Give us a two and a half. We'll settle for it. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of two and a halfs here, we'll move down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals from last week. Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. What happened? All right. Uh, my lock, I had the Penguins puck line plus 200. They went to a shootout against the Islanders and lost. So that was a loss there. But my dog, I had the Buffalo Sabres team total over three and a half at plus 270. They scored five goals and a 5-2 win over the Leafs. So that hit for me. My total, I had the Panthers team total in regulation over four and a half. They did not quite get there with just John Gibson putting up game of his life there. Panthers had 55 shots, one, three, two in overtime, but did not get the five goals for me. So just a, a one and two show, but I'm pretty proud of the uh, plus 270 dog I hit. <laughs> Big surprise. Another loss. You uh, fading the Islanders. Uh, <laughs> for myself, I had the, another team from the area, the New Jersey Devils. Against the Coyotes at uh, minus 140, fairly comfortable win. Every time the Coyotes cut it close, the Devils just uh, retaliate quickly. So no sweat there. And my dog was the Oilers. <laughs> well, this one was not a sweat at all. I mean, they lost 5-1, uh, to one, I think. They were down 5 nothing for uh, half the game, seems like. So bad pick there. And my total, though, is the Kings-Blackhawks over 5.5. That one was also fairly comfortable. Uh, I think it was a bit of a sweat, I guess, halfway through the third. But... Um, yeah, I remember somebody scored and, uh, that went over. <laughs> Gotta love that somebody, eh? What a great player. Great for a second round draft pick. Uh, good development. Um, for myself, my lock, boys, I can't stress this enough. And I said it in the Slack group. Fuck the goddamn Dallas Stars. This team has been the bane of my existence all year long. Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Dallas won one nothing. I don't know who to be more mad at. Do I be mad at Dallas for winning that game? Or be mad at Tampa for only getting fucking 25 shots against Scott Wedgwood and letting that nerd post an absolute shutout. That sucked, so my lock missed out. Uh, my dog hit, though. I called this game, man. We had uh, the Pesky Sands, Ottawa, going into Detroit as a uh, road dog, plus 105. Not a big dog, but that hit for me was a 4-1 win for the Sens. Uh, pretty easy game, I would say. And for my total, Julie touched on it a bit there. I had Edmonton versus Minnesota under 6.5 at plus 100. It was a bit closer as far as the total went than I thought it was going to be. But it, the under did still hit. It was a 5-1 game, so six goals in total. Uh, yeah, man, you know, I thought it might have lost that one in the third period. Hartman got off early. Drysdale popped one in right after that. And I was sweating a little bit, but it came out all gold for me. Only problem, I can't hit a fucking lock to save my life, but... <laughs> What can you do? Moving down on the day, I ha- I was up 0.05 units. We're making some strides here, boys. Uh, Ryan was down uh, 0.3 units, and Jolie was up 1.3 units. So not much movement when it comes to our standings here. Uh, I don't know. I think it might be a little too late for us here, Ryan. All right, heading down to our NHL news and discussion topics. A couple things on the docket here. Boys, I'm sure we all saw this. Everybody was laughing on Twitter. It was an absolute blast. you got to love to see it. Ryan Hartman uh, fined $4,250, the max allowed for the CBA, for flipping off Evander Kane. Uh, pretty fantastic to see. Wild fans, including Evander Kane's ex-wife, uh, they Vimoed Hartman to help pay his fine. So what is that? I don't, I don't know what Vimo is. It's just like sending <laughs> people money. It's it's like Venmo PayPal. is what it is. It's, it's yeah, it's similar to PayPal, Cash App, Venmo. You just fans paid paid sent money to Hartman, who said he, he laughed about. It. He's gonna give it to charity, obviously, and pay the fine. That's nothing for an NHL player, despite what Chris Pronger might say. 
yeah, this is what this is what everyone wants to do to Evander Kane. Just flip him off. It's it was crazy how the ref reacted. The ref, the ref was like taken aback that he would do such a thing. But yeah, Vander Kane's just a, a piece of shit. So the Wild kind of ganged up on him. No one really came to his defense, and Ryan Hartman did what a lot of people want to do. So good for him. Yeah, yeah, and Vander Kane's already kind of wearing out his welcome. It usually doesn't take very long in any team he's at, but. Uh... Yeah, hopefully they, for the Oilers' sake, he keeps up his fine play. He's been playing well for them, but this is the stuff that happens uh, uh, wherever he goes. So uh, I'm sure that his leash is getting shorter and shorter. Now, I think the real topic of discussion here is like, should you really find, like, maybe it sounds like a dick thing to say, but should you really find somebody for just flipping somebody off? Like, I get it. It's not good for the kids. It's not good for the media and all that shit, but like, Four grand fine for flipping somebody off after like a little tussle or a fight or something. Come on, like what kind of bullshit league is that? Uh, moving on down here, some more news. Avalanche, Colorado signed Ben Myers, number one undrafted NCAA free agent here. Uh, Jolie, what do you got here? What's up with your Avs? Oh, the best part about this is that he's a, a local kid for the in Minnesota area and uh, the wild were all out to get this guy. This is, they were, they had like seven or eight guys at their frozen four game. They're, uh, they committed everything they had to signing this guy and the avalanche just swooped right in. So fuck the wild. We stole their guy. <laughs> um, this, this kid is, uh, supposed to be the best, uh, free agent from college since Tyler Bozak. So uh, that's, that's uh, a good thing, I guess. Um, but no, he, he's supposed to have a, a nice motor work ethic, uh, I haven't watched as much college hockey as I would like. You know, it's not on the uh, Canada very often, but yeah, he's got a good name too. I mean, he could lose at the S at the end, but uh, <laughs> uh, he should be good for the team, especially because uh, we don't have very many draft picks left going forward. Yeah, I mean, this is just the rich get richer here with the Avalanche, best team in the league, signing the best college free agent. And it just looks like Joel was happier that he didn't go to Minnesota than the fact that he went to Colorado. But yeah, he was a captain for Minnesota. Played in the uh, played in the Olympics for Team USA. It looks like so. Yeah, just a good pickup for the Abs. You said it, man. It's the rich getting richer, but uh, I still think Joel has an S on the end of his last name, though. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, moving down, last piece of news, boys. Would it be another fucking Wednesday show if we didn't have an unreal Daryl Sutter quote? We got another one in the mix here. Daryl Sutter talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. I wish I could do an impression of. Him. I don't even know if I can. When they have the full squad, they're the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> other than other than the team that has the Stanley Cup, I think he's talking about fucking Tampa. They're the favorites. They have a hundred million dollar payroll, so they have to figure out how to keep the twenty out. What do you think? Worst about impression Sutter? than your Vancouver accent. <laughs> I was trying to go with my Vancouver accent. <laughs> it's your only what accent. <laughs> what did we got here, boys? What do you think about Sutter just chirping the fucking wheels off an absolutely corrupt, horribly run, mean organization like the Vegas Golden Knights? <laughs> you said it. He's had a few a few good quotes now against the uh, the Abs and now the Golden Knights ahead of their matchup. Yeah, I mean, everyone was upset. They're going to be like, oh, they're going to put Mark Stone on injury reserve until the playoffs to fit in Jack Eichel. And now Stone's back, and they didn't really have to put anyone really of – that really matters on long-term injury reserve. Uh, right now, the only guy who's really a regular for them is Riley Smith with a $5 million cap hit. They got Brassois, 2.3, Carrier, Patrick, Brett Howden, Nicholas Haig, Jake Bischoff. None of those guys are really going to make a huge difference. So 
this is the team if they're healthy to what they're going to be in the playoffs if they make it. And it's a great team. They got Stone back. They have Pacioretty back. Eichel's still there. Marshall Stoke Carlson are together. So they have two or three great lines there that could score. They can play two-way hockey. So this is the this is the Golden Knights' chance right now to get back into the playoffs. It's it's an uphill battle with about ten games left, but this is what they wanted to do, and this is their chance. I thought we were talking about Daryl Slitter here, not the fucking Golden Knights. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this this is exactly what he was doing with the Avalanche, right? He was he was bigging them up, you know. They, yeah, this is mental warfare, right? They're uh, he's, he's both um, getting in the heads of his opponent, plus uh, rallying his own guys up. So that, that's that's what he's trying to do. I won't even try to uh, uh, do a Daryl Sutter impression, but uh, <laughs> knock me, but you won't even do it yourself, eh? Yeah, that's that's what I do, right? Just uh, <laughs> throw tomatoes, but I won't get on the stage. <laughs> I don't know, man. Vegas, stay- and you know what the funny thing is? They're not even going to make the playoffs, so it's all going to be irrelevant either way. They're currently sitting out of a playoff spot, and boys, they're not going to make it. Fuck them. Fuck Vegas. Uh, but Calgary is going to be a weapon to look out with. So we'll keep that in mind going forward. I'm sure we'll be talking about that on later days. Uh, What's hilarious here is uh, Vegas right now, according to Money Puck, has a 36.5% chance of making the playoffs. But they have a higher percent chance of winning the cup at 1% than the Rangers at 0.5% who already clinched the cup. If they make it, they they have a chance to go far, I guess. But I guess that's fair, right? Because then they could literally bring everybody back that they have on the IR that's not actually hurt because they're all a bunch of criminals. And uh, (laughs) they'll have an absolutely unreal team. So I understand how that makes sense. But uh, you got to get to the dance, boys. And uh, if your car blows a tire and you can't do the dance, then uh, get to the dance, then you should have figured your shit out earlier. I don't know. I thought the Western Conference is a lot easier than the Eastern Conference, too. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. East is an absolute shit show. But I'm sure... You know, in another couple of shows coming up, we'll dive into some playoff predictions and things of that nature. So, Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $10, win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And, of course, don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the Win's own build-your-own bet feature. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Just in time for the NBA playoffs, SGPN is giving away $500 in their bracket challenge. Completely free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win $500. It's a hectic time of the year. Between weddings, graduations, spring sports, and more, we're busier than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light, because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. You know, the playoff push is happening right now, and you know when there's close games, you just got to take a moment to chill, and Coors Light is the beer for that. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open to Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment, made to chill. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. 
Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, all right, boys, that covers our NHL news discussion topics here. We got a 12-game slate coming out here Thursday, April the 14th. Gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, ho, ho, ho. and just wait another couple days when Julie can start drinking again. That's going to be him cracking the beers, boys. Look out for that. Uh, first game on the docket, 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, Anaheim money line sitting at plus 305. Tampa Bay money line minus 400. Uh, Lightning on the puck line sitting at minus 145. The over under is set at six. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. I don't know. Part of me wants to be like, yo, we got to ride the Ducks here. But you know what? We rode the Ducks early back when they had a chance. They've been slipping off. They suck. They sold at the deadline. They've been playing absolutely terrible. Uh, You kind of got to go with the Lightning here. The only thing that strikes my interest is the under six minus 120. Like, in theory, you got two exceptional goalies going at it. Obviously, John Gibson gets tired this, you know, far along in the year because he has a workload of an absolute horse. Uh, we all know what Vasilevsky can do if he does play as well. So maybe take a look on the under. I wouldn't bet it right away. I might hold off and see if there's like a goal in the first five minutes. And if that line moves up, then hammer that under. But uh, Tampa at home, man, 22-7-6 record. They're going to beat the wheels off of uh, Anaheim. So give me a... Uh, Either Tampa Bay, yeah, puck line or team total is probably the way to go here. I hadn't even really thought about the total, but yeah, the under six probably is a good look because I, I can't see Anaheim scoring more than two, if that. They scored two or fewer in four of their past five. The only one game they scored five was against the Flyers, who we know are awful. I mean, then they lost 5 2 to Carolina, had that uh, 3 2 loss in overtime to Florida, but they got outshot by almost 30. They're just they're not a good team after trading the deadline, which is what they had to do. <laughs> they got Zegers and that, those guys there, but the Lightning, they, they have more finishing power than the Panthers, I think. And I could see like a like a 4-1, 5-1 win here. So I do like the under. Uh, I like the Lightning on the puck line at minus 145, or I don't hate the minus 2.5 at plus money. For sure, you guys said it. The under is the way I'm looking as well. Uh, Gibson is getting back into form. He's got his second wind after uh, being worn out. After the trade deadline, uh, he had a hell of a game there, like you said, uh, against the Panthers. And now he's playing the Lightning, who have uh, uh, been a bit quiet of late. They're, they've, they're not uh, themselves, you could say. They're not, they're not scoring at will like they used to. Uh, and they also could be... Um, giving up for the playoffs as well, being more defensively sound and all that. So, uh, yeah, under six would be the way I would look as well. All right, heading out of the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Detroit on the money line is paying off plus 300. Carolina nine on money line, minus 390. Massive favorites, obviously. Carolina puck line sitting at minus 140. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 105, the under minus 115. Uh, boys, Detroit is absolutely horrible. This team is fucking abysmal. They just got their tits slit by Ottawa. Uh, a key worth noting, though, Carolina on the puck line. We talked about it, you know, ever since Sharky put up that uh, that little group. I've been hesitant about taking cock lines here. But I like it, man. Carolina, their past six wins have all been by two or more goals. 
playing against an absolute terrible team like Detroit, that has to be a sure. And, and Carolina at home is just absolutely fucking incredible, man. 27-7-4 record. Six wins. Their last ones have been by two or more goals. Give me Carolina on the puck line in this game, minus 140. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a situation where the puck line does look like it's it's the best option. Detroit's just not not good right now. You said they get, they got lit up by Ottawa 4-1. Carolina has won recently by by two or more goals, even though maybe some empty netters in there. Uh, but in their last 10 games, Detroit's getting outscored 4.6 to 2.6 on average. Carolina's outscoring teams 3.8 to 2.3. Carolina's at home. You, you don't want to. You don't want to take the puck line too often, but I think this is this is a chance where where you're safe. Alternatively, I don't hate the uh, Detroit team total over two and a half at plus one forty five, getting plus money there. They've scored three goals in each of the two meetings so far this season, winning the second one on on March first, four one in overtime. So I can see Detroit getting three possibly, but I do like Carolina on the puck line as a better play. Uh, agreed again. Uh, Stevie Y knows what he's doing. He got the guys going, built some chemistry with the young troops there, and uh, and now he's allowing them to tank to uh, get a better draft pick. Uh, they're in free fall right now. Horrible goaltending, horrible defense, and uh, average offense at best. So, yeah, Carolina Hurricanes here all the way. Uh, they're still fighting for something. Uh, winning the Metro could be important. Although, you know what? They... Winning the Metro might not even be great, considering they might have to play the the Lightning or the Bruins instead of the Capitals, and uh, uh, that's just something to consider. But that said, they're not thinking like that. They want the home ice advantage. They want uh, to hang that banner of winning the uh, Metropolitan Division and uh, cash those future tickets for us. So, yeah, Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line or the team total, uh, do his choice. All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. slot again here. We got the New York Islanders against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, New York Islanders money line sitting at plus 135. Pittsburgh money line minus 160. The over-under is at 5.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110. I got two plays here, boys. I'll start off 5.5 here for an over. Obviously, I know New York's kind of a boring team to play nice defensive style. Pittsburgh has great goaltending. But that seems really low to me, dude. This could easily be like a... You know, a 4-2 game, something along those lines, maybe an empty netter. I'll take a gamble on the over at 5.5, paying off minus 110. Uh, most importantly, though, I kind of like the Islanders in this game, boys. I like Pittsburgh. Don't get me wrong. I think Pittsburgh's a wagon. They're going to be going into the playoffs playing hot. I'm never going to rule out my guy Crosby. Malkin's so still suspended here. A New York Islanders division record. 13-6-2 this year. And keep in mind, they had a tough early year where they were on a 14-game road streak and they were absolutely horrible. I'm sure that would be even better if that didn't happen. And they're oh, playing pretty pretty damn good hockey. 3 in the last 16. Exactly, so, man. They've been playing this first games. They've been playing unreal hockey lately, dude. So that sums it up. I I kind of like the Islanders as this, at plus 135 dogs, man. I took the Penguins last show and they screwed me here. And this this game's tough here because the Islanders, they have a good record recently, but they have the league worst expected goals for in percentage in the last 10 games. I mean, 40 percent. But Pittsburgh's they're they're also not winning recently, despite having kind of a middle of the road expected goals for at 52.22 percent. I can't go to the, back to the Penguins, especially at minus 160. I think this is a closer game. So Islanders plus 135, I guess, would be kind of in a coin flip game, coin flip game here for me. But also 
this might just be recency bias. I don't know if a team has won like a home and home recently. I know Vegas and Vancouver split theirs. The Flyers and Columbus split, split theirs. So it's tough to be the team twice in a row, especially going to Pittsburgh now. Pittsburgh should win this game, but I don't think they should be minus 160. So I'll take the Islanders at plus 135 if I had to. Yeah, you know, I'm looking that way. Uh, they're playing like the better team right now. I mean, this is this is the playoffs right now for the Islanders. They're, they're just killing everybody in this garbage time of the uh, season for them. Fortunately, they couldn't make the playoffs, but uh, they're not playing like they, they know that. So uh, they're they're playing their best hockey of the year right now. Um, and yeah, that 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 expected goal stuff doesn't really fly for the teams like the Islanders. You know, they they're uh, kind of like the Achilles heel for the analytics nerds. Uh, they win these games with uh, horrible underlying numbers somehow. They've done it for years, so it's not just an anomaly. Um, but yeah, the Islanders here at a good price. I'll be on them again. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's been a bit up and down, and uh, I know they had to Smith in the other game, but uh, Jari hasn't played that much better lately. So as long as we get Sorokin in there for the Isles, eh, I'm fine taking them there. Uh, and I don't mind the over either. I know we got two great goalies here. Sorokin's been one of the best as well in the past few months, but uh, Islanders, they, they're getting high-scoring games on these road games for some reason. And we just saw them in a 4-4 draw the other night. So over five and a half, five and a half here is a good look as well as Dallas was saying. All right, heading on down to 7 p.m. here. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Boston Bruins. Games itself is in Boston in the Garden. I think Boston's been on like a seven-game home strand or something. I don't know. Uh, either way, Ottawa money line's paying off plus 238. Boston money line minus 295. Bruins on the puck line sitting at minus 115. Over-under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Oh, shit, boys. Like, this obviously, you know, if you're just looking at the game, yeah, Boston's going to beat the absolute wheels off Ottawa. This team is coming into their own, uh, especially as of lately. This team has been red hot. But what do we know about Boston? And we say it all the time. When it comes to games like this, when they're playing against shitty teams, you think you'd want to bet puck line or whatever. It never fucking hits, man. So I'm going to ride this one last time. Do I think Boston or Ottawa is going to win this game? No. Do I think they'll keep it within one and cover the uh, the reverse puck line here? Plus 1.5 goals? I do. And that's currently paying off minus 110. We're going with the Ottawa Senators. The reverse cowgirl line, as we call it in the <laughs> Slack group as of officially. Ottawa Senators, reverse cowgirl, plus 1.5. Give me the Sennies in this game. I like that play. I think the uh, the Sens are worth a pesky money line play here, too, at uh, plus 238. That could probably rise a little bit higher before puck drop. They're, you said it. They're, they're a team where this, the, the Bruins don't really necessarily outplay these teams by too much. They won 3-2 in overtime back in February, 3-2 in November, 2-0 in February as well, but all, all close games. So my best play here would be the under 5.5, just two teams that have played three low-scoring games so far this season. But I, I could see the Senators going into Boston, stealing a win. You got Pasternak, Lindholm, Carlo, Grizzlick, all, all still out or questionable for for Boston. So I think this is, this is a huge line. It's worth sprinkling something on the Senators. But I do like the under, five, under six at minus 115 a little bit more. What the fuck is going on here, boys? We're agreeing on everything. <laughs> oh, way too much, if you ask me. Uh, even I'm agreeing in going against the Bruins. Uh, I do think that the oh. plus one and a half is a good cut line. 
as the Bruins, even when they win games, they're, uh, they, they keep them tight. And you know the Senators can be pesky with anybody. Uh, yeah, this is one of those banana peel games, right? Late in the year, uh, Bruins just want to get to the playoffs. And, of course, they're missing all those guys you mentioned. So I think the uh, the Senators are a live dog here. And, uh, yeah, love the under six as well with uh, two good goalies in net if Forsberg starts. And the uh, Sens can play some good defense at times. So, yeah, give me a 3-2 Boston win. You know what? I was going talk- to Oh, go ahead. Fred. I was going to I was going to I was going to mention it last show, but I feel like the the banana peel game is something Joel just pulled out of his ass <laughs> last show and now he's going back to back shows with it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, uh, one last thing about this game too here though, uh to me the screams, we talked about it reverse cowgirl line. Uh the screams the draw, gentlemen, playing up plus 370 here get a boss out of overtime, plus 370 on the draw. Keep All that right. in mind. Uh, moving on down to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Buffalo Sabres. This, I hope, is the last of the absolute shit fucking games we got on this slate. Uh, game itself is in Buffalo. St. Louis on the money line, sitting at minus 215. Buffalo money line, plus 175. Blues on the puck line at plus 130. Over-unders at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110 here. Okay, the Buffalo Sabres, yeah, they just beat the shit out of the Leafs, of course. They always beat the shit out of the Leafs. All three of us called the last show that that was going to happen. But it's not going to happen in this game, man. St. Louis is going to beat the absolute wheels off the Sabres. The problem is, how do you find the money? Minus 215, you know, for money line, that's not going to cut it. Regulation, what's that sitting there? Probably like, what, minus 160, minus 170. Maybe that's not enough for you. But St. Louis team total might just be your best bet here. Uh, I see Buffalo going and laying an absolute egg at home. This team, you know, you can say Owen Powers, that, that. Yeah, fuck it. About time for him to get used to getting his tits lit. Because he plays in Buffalo, too. So St. Louis on the team total. Uh, any other positive way to bet St. Louis in this game has got to be your play. It's tough here because St. Louis has won, what's that, six in a row, uh, eight of their past nine with the one loss coming in overtime. But but play the clip, Sharky. I'm joining you here once again <laughs> on the Sabres bandwagon. I think they got Owen Power coming off a of riding high after a big win in Toronto. Uh, St. Louis, their expected goals for has not been great recently. They have the 10th worst. Buffalo's own, only slightly worse at the 6th worst. So I think they're worth a sprinkle here, plus 175. Hopefully that goes higher. If you want a spicy play here, go for Buffalo on the alternate puck line, minus one and a half, plus 400. They can they can get, get it done in regulation with an empty netter. That's that's a uh, a pretty price there. Also do like the over here, over six at plus five, uh, over six and a half at, at uh, minus 110. Yeah, you'd think that this would be a spot where I would be back in the Sabres, given how good they've been playing and uh, my love for fading the Blues. But the Blues of... I've shown something uh, recently. They've been beating these bad teams up. Um, yeah, I would take the Sabres if the line is higher, but only plus 175. That's just not not quite high enough for me. Uh, so, yeah, I do think the Blues team total over three and a half would be the way to play this, given the even when Sabres win games, they, they're they uh, letting in a lot of goals as well. So, yeah, this could be a, a 5-4 game, as the total tells you sitting there at a pretty six and a half. So yeah, blues team total for me, or uh, if you want to do the regulation or buck line, something like that. But I don't think that the Sabres are going to win two in a row. That was kind of like their Super Bowl game, right? Against the Leafs. So it's a bit of a letdown spot, whereas blues they're they're getting in control and gearing up for the playoffs. So that's where I'm looking. All 
Right on. Running down to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Washington Capitals against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Uh, Washington on the money line sitting at plus 135. Toronto Leafs money line minus 160 over under is at 6.5. Over is paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Ryan, take it away here, buddy. What do you got? We got a good game here, finally. It's uh, Capitals have been turning on recently. They have four-game win streak. Wins against Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, and Boston. They beat my Flyers uh, 9-2 on, on Tuesday night. I don't think the they'll have the uh, luxury of having Connor Sheary open in front of the net for about 10 seconds before he was able to deke out Martin Jones. But they, they're playing well recently. They're putting up goals here. They outshot the Flyers 37-21, outshot Pittsburgh 45-32. So I like them here as a plus-135 dogs. Toronto has been giving up goals. I think my best bet here would be the Washington team total over two and a half if you want to go with that. But I'm going with the over three and a half at plus 155. Got to get that plus money. Uh, So far this season, Toronto won 5-3 back in February. Toronto's been giving up goals left and right. It just gave up five to Buffalo. Washington scored four or more in four straight games. So I think Washington could pull off the upset at plus 135. I like the over a lot at six and a half. Both of these teams are scoring and giving up goals recently. But I do like Washington team total, whether it's two and a half at minus whatever it is or three and a half at plus 155. Yeah, overs and Leafs games are uh, still an auto bet for sure. I mean, we get Jack Campbell coming back in this game most likely, so uh, we don't have to worry about a Talon's Jolly Giant or whatever the fuck. Uh, (laughs) Jolly Great Giant, goddammit. Okay, <laughs> uh, but John Campbell, he, he, he didn't show us much uh, before he got injured, so uh, I don't think that's a huge upgrade. So, yeah, I, I do think that there'll be goals in this one, uh, kind of like the Capitals as a dog, actually. Uh, I mean, this is this is a are they, if they're a good team, though, the Leafs are gonna win because they can only beat good teams, uh, so it's a bit scary taking them as big favorites, but this might not be a big favorite, depends on your uh understanding. And your definition of that word. Anyway, goals for me is the best play in this one. <laughs> what the fuck? You guys are nuts, all right? This is going to be an absolute shutout game for Jack Campbell. He's getting in playoff form, boys. If you're Ben Washington in this game, you're absolutely, I was, you're, you're nuts. You're, you're peanut butter nuts. That's what you are. This is Leafs money line. This is Leafs regulation. And most of all, this is my favorite play in this. This is Leafs puck line, baby. This team is absolutely unreal at home. Yo, you lost to Buffalo. We always lose to Buffalo. Leafs on the puck line, plus 155. That has to be the play here. Toronto's going to beat the absolute wheels off Washington. Move over, Alexander Ovechkin. It's Austin Matthews season here, boys. I'm calling it right now. Two-goal game for Austin Matthews. He's hitting 60 right in front of Alex Ovechkin at home in Toronto. That's going to be the play. Last time these teams did play, Ryan touched on it. It was 5-3 Toronto. That was February 28th, so a few weeks ago. Uh, Leafs home record. Not a lot of people are talking about this, man. 26-8-2. This team has been absolutely unreal at Scotiabank Arena. It's always the Air Canada Center to me, baby. This team's going to kick Washington's ass. Let's go, Leafs. Money line. Regulation. Puck line. And the under. Let's fucking go. And Matthews. Two goals. Mark it. Also, Austin Matthews shot total, wherever it is, that's it. Okay, out of breath here. Let me catch that. It's Moving a good down. thing that you uh, won your Scotty Scheffler bet on Sunday because he must be broke uh, betting all his Leafs <laughs> under slots lately. <laughs> it's been hurting. It's been hurting. Hopefully I can hit on RBC this week to fund, fund that bank account back. <laughs> 
We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. How do you take your coffee? A full-bodied roast? Something light? We all have our preferences, and no matter what you love to drink, Trade Coffee makes it easy to brew your best cup at home. Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you, as often as you like, whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd or just want a better daily cup, Trade's real coffee experts taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. Take the coffee quiz to get started. Take Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. Trade has been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Their, their subscription is no hassle. Skip shipments, change your frequency, or cancel at any time. And for our listeners, right now, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com SGP. That's f- more, cups, more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get, to get started, take their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $20 off your first three bags. All right, moving down to APM slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Edmonton money line sitting at minus 110. Nashville money line minus 110. We got a good old-fashioned pick them here, boys. The over-under sitting at six. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Ryan, back to you, bud. What do you got? I, I, st- I still don't believe in the Predators here, despite my uh, Romeo C. Nor- Norris futures. They're, they won in overtime one nothing against San Jose on Tuesday. Ha- couldn't score in 60 minutes against the Sharks. Uh, lost two games before that in overtime to Pittsburgh and then 4-1 to Florida. Edmonton's also coming off two uh, tough losses, 5-1 in Minnesota, 2-1 in a shootout to Colorado. They played well in that game. They had six straight wins before that. I think this is Edmonton's chance to kind of get back on track against the Nashville team that's not really as good as them, I don't think. So Edmonton here in a pick kind of have to take them. Also like them on the puck line. They may not be, might be alternate puck line base depending on your book, but the mon- Edmonton minus one and a half is plus 220. I think if they win in regulation, it's going to be by a few goals. So plus 220 is a good number there, but just take Edmonton at minus 110 in a pick yeah, this line is about where I would make it uh, two pretty even teams struggling to make the playoffs. Uh, 
the Oilers have been playing better than the Predators lately, though. So I'm going to go with the uh, the recent form there. I mean, uh, we make fun of the Oilers for just being McDavid and Drysaddle, but what the fuck are the Predators without Rowan Yossi, right? It's a one-man team, not even a two-man team. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the two-man team here with the Oilers, uh, and hopefully their goaltending can do just enough to, to keep up with Saros, uh, who, he has, who hasn't been elite either lately. So give me that, and I don't mind the under six here at plus money. Uh, I think it'll be a closer game than Ryan thinks. I kind of disagree with both of you guys. I love Nashville in this game, minus 110. This team has been unreal at home, 23-12-0. And, uh, and I like the kind of like the over, man. Like, who? okay, is it going to be Mike Smith or Koskinen? That's going to come down to it. Like, Koskinen's been playing a little bit better than Mike Smith lately. Uh, if it is Mike Smith, he's going to get his absolute tits lit. And Nashville, you touched on it, Joel, a little bit there. UC Saros hasn't been as good as he was to start the season. Uh, maybe it's just kind of, you know, shaking off the cobwebs a little bit before playoffs here. But I do like Nashville to win. And I do like the over at minus 120 here. So I'm going against both of y'all. Uh, are we really that surprised? Give me the Preds, though. I think I got them. I got them in our playoff pool, too, right? So come on. I'm, I'm all in on this team. Let's go. They're my Western team. It's them or the Ducks. I don't think the Ducks are making a playoffs for me. So, all right, heading down to the APM slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Minnesota money line sitting at minus one twenty. Dallas money line plus one hundred. The over under is at six. Overpaying off minus one fifteen. The under minus one hundred five. Oh, I hate this game so much because Dallas Stars have been burning my ass every time I bet against them all year long. But, boys, I'm going back to the well. I love Minnesota in this game, minus 120 here. I like the Wild. I really do like what I'm seeing uh, coming out of them here. I think from what I read, we're expected to see Marc-Andre Fleury in this game. We'll see if that ends up happening or not. Uh, Cam Talbot's been playing unreally as well. And you kind of want to get the wheels going on Fleury here as well. So give me Minnesota, minus 120. I fucking hate the Dallas Stars. I used to like this team when I was young. Uh, I can't stand them anymore. They've been burning my ass. I think they're boring as shit. Fuck Dallas. Give me Minnesota money line. Uh, road record's not that good for Minnesota, but I'll take my chances. It's Alan, you said it. I, I I hate this game too. The Stars, I can never get a read on them. At least they're at home this time where they're 23-10-2. And, and Minnesota, like you said, they're not good on the road, 19-14-4. So if this was the opposite way around, I would definitely be taking Minnesota at home. But I'm going with Dallas at home here. Uh especially as as dogs, if you want to call it that, with the air quotes, plus 100. Might get higher before game time. I just think Greenway's doubtful. Uh, Matt Dumba's questionable. That could be a, a big loss for Minnesota. Dallas has won the first two meetings, 6-4 on March 6th, 7-4 on December 20th. So they were both high-scoring games. Both teams kind of playing more tight, tight hockey right now with Dallas with the one nothing win over Tampa Bay. I think Dallas at home, as a home underdog, if you can call it that, you have to take them. You Philistines, this is a proper Central Division rivalry game right here, uh, and you're not willing to enjoy it. Uh, the Wild and the Stars <laughs> they both play the nice physical hockey. I mean, I hate the Wild, but they do play some physical hockey. And, yeah, they're just the most more consistent team. So I'm going to go with the Wild here. Stars... It's hard to get a read on them. They're playing better lately, but uh, over the course of the season, they've been up and down, up and down. Whereas the Wild, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get uh, an early, um, an early uh, deficit, and then they're going to come from behind to win the game. That that's just how they play. 
So I'm going to go with the Wild Air at only minus 120, just back in the more consistent quality team, even if the Stars need to win more. All right, boys, I got one more play in this game here as well. I meant I forgot to mention it. We got the Battle of the Greens here. We got the Green Minnesota Wild. We got the Green Dallas Stars. And let me tell you, your guy over here, he's he knows his way around a little bit of green, all right? Back in my day, I used to know my way around a lot of green. And what happens when you're smoking a lot of the green? You're going low and you're going slow, baby. <laughs> Give me the under six, minus 105. This is a fucking high game. It's a high game, and we're going low and slow on the green. Let's fucking go. Under six, minus 105, Minnesota-Dallas. That was a How one. is a high game not over? Buddy, because we're high. It doesn't matter. <laughs> high and over. <laughs> no, low and slow. Don't listen to him. Nine out of ten. Right. Nine out of ten. <laughs> Heading on down to the 8.30 p.m. <laughs> we got the San Jose Sharks against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. San Jose money line's paid off minus 110. Chicago money line minus 110 as well. We got a good old-fashioned pick em, but not as good as the San Jose the Na- or in the uh, Edmonton-Nashville game. Uh, Over-under sitting at 5.5. Over-paid off minus 125. The under plus 105 here. Boys, I fucking hate San Jose, but I really think they're going to win this game. They're going to have Optimus nerd face, fucking Ginger Shermanator James Reimer probably in net. He's good, he's good for at least one win. You know, he's not a bad goalie. I hate him. I think he's a nerd. And Chicago's been absolutely horseshit. They're a bad team. They got Patrick Kane. Uh, Cat's pretty good, too. We should notice that. But I think San Jose is going to win this game, minus 110. And over under... Probably the over, man. I do like the over in this game. I see goals. You have two terrible goalies going at it, uh, even though it did just pump the tires James Reimer. I think you're going to see goals. 5.5 is a pretty low number for this, man. So give me the Sharks and give me the over. Yeah. Absolutely I, I, just go. Absolutely, absolutely just, just horrible, horrible game here with San Jose and, and Chicago. I mean, it's both teams are awful. San Jose lost seven straight, eight and nine. Chicago lost eight straight, but Looking at the goaltending, San Jose does have much better numbers over the past 10 games or so. So I do like San Jose here at minus 110. Um, I do like the draw here, too, at plus 320. Uh, Chicago's played 20 overtime games. Sharks have played 19. So that's over a quarter of them for both teams. So I think a plus 320, that's worth a sprinkle. But I do think the Sharks get it done. I jumped the gun there. I was excited to talk about uh, my San Jose Sharks. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna break Chicago. They're gonna roll into the Windy City and dominate. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen, but at only minus one ten, there's a good chance of it happening. Uh, they're a better team, of course, than the Blackhawks. I mean, uh, they're much more defensive. Uh, Blackhawks, they're they're even when they're scoring goals, uh, they're getting lucky. Um, that game against Dallas on Sunday was ridiculous how they scored those goals. But that's not going to happen here. Their luck's going to dry up, and uh, they're only going to get one or two. But the Sharks are going to get four or five. So I still like the over there. But more, more importantly, I like the Sharks here. Um, they're just the better team. So, yeah, I mean, we have said it a few times. You know, Carlson being back makes them totally different. Uh, yeah, and then they, they're they're an older team, older veteran team. They just want to keep it going. Um they let the young guys tire themselves out. They're just going to keep plugging away and, and cash those checks because they know they'll be on the golf course soon enough. <laughs> All right, heading on down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Vegas money line sitting at plus 135. Calgary money line minus 160. The over-under is at 6. 
both over under paying off minus 110. Boys, I'm going to keep this nice and simple. Vegas stinks. They're missing the playoffs. You think you got a chance against the fucking Calgary Flames? Red Hot, Dynamite, arguably maybe number one, probably realistically number two team in the West, the Calgary Flames. Vegas doesn't fucking stand a chance. The money line here, minus 160, I don't love that. But boys, you can get Calgary in regulation, minus 105 in this game. This team is absolutely unreal at home. 22-8-7. Give me the Flames in regulation at home against the fraud-ass, mean, criminal Vegas Golden Knights organization. Uh, I mean, we talked about this in the news section. The Golden Knights ha- have their guys back. Pacioretty, Stone, they're, they're big pieces there. We also have the uh, desperation angle. The Flames pretty much have the Pacific locked up, nine points ahead of Edmonton with the game in hand. So they'll, they'll clinch that soon. Vegas needs these points to get into a playoff spot. Uh, Flames have five straight wins, but they're they're not against great teams. Beat Seattle twice, the Sharks, the Ducks. Had a 3-2 win over Los Angeles, which is pretty good, but... I think Vegas, they, they had a, a strong third period against Vancouver to force overtime, outshot them 45-27. I think they're they're finding their game there. They've also won uh, six of their past eight games. I think at, at plus 135, I have to take them here. Yeah, I'm agreeing with Ryan here. Uh, the Knights were the better team there against the Canucks. Uh, we got lucky Demko uh, played so well. Yeah, it's that last show that uh, Patch Reddy being back and Stone being back that uh, gives them that life on the power play that they need because uh, it was doing shit before. I mean, look at that, 24th ranked in the league power play. That's not something you'd expect from the Golden Knights. But uh, now that they got their weapons back, uh, they should be able to start firing. Uh, yeah, I, I know March was the net here, but I like the, the Knights team total here, over two and a half at around minus 125. Uh, I think that they're offense is going to be better going forward and um yeah even if they lose they can lose four or three that bet will cash uh but uh yeah i would like i would like the the knights at plus 135 as well i mean the, you said it ryan though they've been beating up on bad teams but even those games they weren't really beating them up they're pretty close games uh they got fired by a few empty nets so yeah plus 135 here and uh knights team 12 for me all right, heading out to 9 p.m. slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, New Jersey money line sitting at plus 280. Colorado money line minus 360. Avalanche on the puck line sitting at minus 130. The over-under is at 6.5. Over is paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Jolie, what's going on with Colorado here, bud? What are your first place in the Central Division Avalanche going to do here? Well, they're probably going to win, but... Uh... <laughs> They might let up a few goals along the way. Uh, we know the Devils, they can they can uh, score as well as they give them up. Well, maybe they give up a few more than they score. But still, they're going to score a lot. Uh, maybe not tonight, but enough to get the team total. Over two and a half at plus money is my best bet for this game. I mean, the Avs, they're, they're playing good defensive hockey, but uh, Kemper's been bailing them out a lot too. And he's not going to be in net for this, most likely. It should be uh, Pavel Francouz, who's a decent backup. Uh, but he's not Darcy Kemper. I mean, Darcy Kemper has actually got the best goal saved above expected in the past month. So uh, he's, I wish I got this the whole freaking season, you know, after betting to win the Bezin at the beginning of the year. But uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, anyway, for this game, just uh, keep backing goals in Devils games. You could bet the over in general, too, at six and a half. That, that should go up, especially once uh, Francis is confirmed. But best bet for me is the Devils team total over two and a half at plus 120. 
Yeah, it's a it's a back-to-back year for the Avs, but that's been no issue for them this season. 7-1-1 one, and one on the second half of back-to-backs. They're still at home, so they have that altitude advantage, too. Devils feeling good about themselves. They had a start at the road trip with a 3-1-1 in Dallas, 6-2 in Arizona. So they will maybe score three. I don't mind that team total over two and a half, especially at plus money or the over in the game in general. But Colorado is getting this done here. Uh, puck line minus 130. I don't don't mind that at all. I think they'll maybe like a 5-3 game, something like that, 6-4 around that range. So over six and a half would probably be the best play given the price, but I don't mind that uh, Devils team total either. Could be nine three like it was tonight against the Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was literally just trying to say take the over in this game six point five. Julie touched on it. Uh, New Jersey gives up goals. It's what they do. Uh, no goaltending on that team, and we literally just saw Colorado score nine goals tonight. So they could easily just hit this on their own. Uh, and there's a little bit of firepower in New Jersey too. You know, they obviously they got a long ways to go, but they got a couple guys there that can put the puck in the net. Um, so yeah, the over is the play. I don't know. How else can you find money on Colorado? Maybe team total. Jolie touched on New Jersey team total. I am i don't know about that. But, like, yeah. So, Colorado team total, the over, and maybe the puck line, too, minus 130. I don't mind that as well. Uh, all right. Heading down to the last game on the docket here, 9.30 p.m. That was a big slate, boys. 12 games. But finishing it off, we got the Arizona Coyotes against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. I call them the Canucks. That's not a team. They're the Canucks. Arizona money line sitting at plus 225. Vancouver money line's at minus 280. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 115. The under plus 105. Jolie, finish us up on the uh, on the Thursday slate here. Well, Canucks are hanging on to hope by the uh, skin of their teeth, you might say. Uh, they, after beating the Knights, they really needed that one. And uh, they... They definitely need this one because you can't lose to the Coyotes here. Uh, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to win these games. And I think they will because uh, the Coyotes are just a dumpster fire, right? They, they're just total trash. Uh, dogs lost in the, the freaking desert. They, they got no control, no master. They suck. All right. Uh, and the Canucks, they're playing better hockey now. Uh, and then they're playing offensive hockey too. That Bruce Boudreaux, he's, he's got a... He's got his team going. I mean, they go. They have these like weird slumps in the offense, and then they have these crazy highs. Right now, they're one of those highs. Uh, that shooting percentage, scoring percentage is up, uh, and it's against the team uh, that's <laughs> that lost, used all its scoring percentage up early on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, give me a five-one Canucks win here. I I don't want to go with the over because that relies on the Coyotes scoring, but uh, Canucks team total over three and a half would be my play for this because they're going to get to four plus. Yeah, you can call them the uh, Vancouver Canuck Fours here because they've been scoring four or more goals in most of their games here. They've uh, most recently scored five against Vegas, four against San Jose, five against Arizona and Vegas again. Arizona has been giving up goals six to the Devils, six to the Golden Knights, uh, five to Vancouver, five to the Blues. So, so just based off both trends here, I, I like Vancouver team total. Whatever you get it at, I, I like the over four at plus one ten. I think they'll be able to get, should be able to get five. They won both of the first meetings this season, five one on April seventh and February eighth. Identical scores there. So Vancouver team total over four at plus one ten is my best play for this game. Gentlemen, have you ever gone fishing with a dog? You know, you got a dog in the boat. They fucking love it. And what are we going to love nothing more in this game? 
than seeing the fucking desert dogs beat the absolute wheels off the Vancouver Canucks on the road. I don't know why. I love Arizona in this game. I'm looking through the numbers. I can't find any numbers to prove it. You know what? Arizona's shorter. Arizona weighs less. Their average weight, 192 pounds. Vancouver's average weight, 194 pounds. The average age, 26 and a half for Van- or for Arizona. Average age for Vancouver, 27 and a half. Underdogs, baby. And what happens when the dog is an underdog? What happens when you got two dogs, one under another? They're fucking shit up here. I think that Arizona is going to beat the absolute wheels off Vancouver. And not only are they going to beat the absolute wheels off them, they're going to do it in regulation, boys. Arizona in regulation. What's it paying off? It's paying off plus 285. I'm chasing numbers. I'm chasing money. I love this play. Fuck Vancouver. Julie said it. They're fighting for their last breath. They're trying to make it into the playoffs. What's one more disappointment for Vancouver than to lose to the Desert Dogs at home? Give me Arizona in regulation here. I got no numbers for this, so if you don't trust me, don't take the fucking pick. But if you're feeling a little doggy and you want to get a little rough, we're riding Arizona, gentlemen. I regret pumping your tires for that green game earlier. I mean, uh, <laughs> you're out of control now. <laughs> I'm drunk. It's a Wednesday night. I'm home for work. We're rocking and rolling, though. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the apps, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set, and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn the hard wood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Boys, that that covers 
Packers are what day? That's the Thursday slate. We got two games coming up on the Friday. What a shitty Friday slate. Leave it to the NHL, eh? Friday night, what are we going to do? We're going to throw two games on it. Uh, we'll go through them real quickly. At the time of recording, obviously, we do not have the odds here, but we'll uh, we'll see if there's anything we do like. First game on the docket at 7 p.m., New York Islanders against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Islanders are on the second night of a back-to-back. Montreal stinks. They absolutely just got lit up tonight against Columbus, of all teams. Uh, find any way to take the Islanders in this game. A team total, puck line, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, Montreal's magic appears to be gone. They've scored five total goals in their past three games. Not against great teams either. I mean, the Leafs have scored two. Jets have scored two. Only one, like you said, against the Blue Jackets. Islanders have been playing well for some reason. So, yeah, go with the Islanders, even though they're on the second half of a back-to-back. <laughs> for some reason. They've got a culture, damn it. That's something that... Uh... <laughs> Mark Tan St. Louis is just building. So, uh, well, it's tough there. The Islanders being on the back-to-back after uh, probably another tight battle with the Pens. So, yeah, Canadians here as a dog, I think, would be my uh, my lead. Maybe the over here, actually, because Sorokin probably plays against the Penguins. So it'll be my guy, Varlamov, in net here. And, uh, yeah, I could see this definitely being the over game. All right, heading out to the last game on the Friday talk. Again, at the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Winnipeg Jets against the uh, Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Um, boys, I kind of leaning towards the under in this game. I'm thinking the line will be like six, maybe even 6.5 with the way that Florida can score and the way that Winnipeg has been playing. Uh, keep in mind, man, we all know what Connor Hellebuck can do. He's had a tough goal this year. Winnipeg as a team has had a tough goal this year. But this guy can go off any night, any given night, and just, you know, put up a, you know, a 40-save day. So I'll uh, I'll ride with the under, especially if that under is at 6.5. All right, yeah, this game is a little tough to handicap here without any lines. I, I obviously lean to Florida, but a I, I, I bet I might take here is the, just based off watching Panthers games, is the Jets to score the first goal? It seems like mm. Florida kind of comes out, gets a lot of shots, and then gives up a few chances and a goal there. So you should be able to get plus odds on that. Maybe look at the first period over. Jets Jets, and uh, mostly the Panthers also try to do a lot, a lot of scoring in the first period, especially for home games for the Panthers. So I would lean to the Panthers, but look for the Jets to get an early lead, if not uh, a 2 nothing lead there. This guy doesn't listen to me during the show. I've been saying that a couple times in these past few weeks that the Panthers, they do give up the lead. So that's the live bet spot. You could just uh, take the Jets to win the first period, I guess. But uh, for me, uh, I would wait to live bet the Panthers. But I'm not really a live betting guy. So um, honestly, just maybe a sneaky under or sneaky Jets here. This this one has a weird feeling to me. I don't know. I'm not even looking at any lines. This just has a... A weird feeling, like something weird is going to happen in this game. Uh, have, you, have you ever seen a Jet fight a Panther? No, that's fucking weird. <laughs> right, so something weird is going to happen. Mark my words. I don't know what, something weird. Is that better than a pass, okay? Would this classify as a banana peel game for the Panthers? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I have seen a jet fight a panther. It was in that crossover Transformers versus Animorphs TV show back in the day. So I will let you know the jet did win. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys. Um, we'll move down to our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here. Uh, shit. Jolie, read off where we stand, man. Uh, where am I here? Oh, yes. Talents at minus 20.90. I mean. I want to uh... recount. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, add point zero 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 five to twenty point nine five. Okay, minus twenty point nine units. Still the same. <laughs> Ryan is at minus thirty four point five two, and I am at uh, the reverse six 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 plus nine point nine nine one. Uh, what is it? One tenth. I can't do one. Many. It's one hundred. One one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm the one in charge of this shit, man. I <laughs> fucking failed, man. All right, nine point nine nine units. All right, I'm gonna get the ten plus here. Let's go. To be fair, I think two thirds of the people on this podcast failed grade ten math. So uh, let let that yeah. <laughs> let that sit where you want it to sit uh, on your face. Okay, moving down to immortal locks, dogs, and totals here, Ryan. You kicked us off on the updates here. Why don't you get us going here, bud? You're you're at thirty minus thirty four point five two. I like that. Austin Matthews minus thirty four. Let's go. Kick us off here. What do you got, pal? Yeah, Tony, you, you just gotta embrace once you're down like twenty units, thirty units here. It's just like it's it's just <laughs> you, you gotta laugh. It, it it feels bad, but like, come on. So I'm chasing here again with uh three dogs. My lock, uh, Canucks team total over four at plus one ten against the Coyotes. Coyotes are giving up goals uh, six six five five in their past four. Vancouver scored five in their three of their past four. So I like that there. Uh, my dog is the Oilers puck line minus one and a half plus two twenty at Nashville. Um, I like them on the money line better. It'd probably be my lock if I wasn't down thirty five units at minus one ten. But I think they can get it done in regulation. Maybe get an empty netter there for the plus two twenty. And my total, I like the Capitals team total over three and a half at plus one fifty five against the Leafs. Joel said at Leafs games have been just been over machines recently. Uh, Capitals have been scoring goals, so I think they can get four against Toronto on Thursday night. Uh, for myself, I'm going with the Sharks against the Blackhawks, one of the uh, uh, worst games on the board in terms of bad teams, but I'm locking it up anyway. The Sharks are a better bad team than the Blackhawks. Uh, just the better defense should carry the day there and definitely better goaltending. Um, my dog uh, could go with the Devils' uh, money line, but I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to the Devils' team total over 2.5 with plus 120. I'm not getting in the way of the Avs juggernaut, especially not at home there. So uh, I'm just counting them to score a few goals, especially the Francis Susan Nets. And my total is another team total. We're going with the Knights' team total over 2.5, minus 125 against the Flames. I know I'm going against Markstrom here, uh, but the Knights are rediscovering their offense with their guns back so that's what i'm counting on in that one all right for myself boys my lock leafs 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 puck line versus washington plus 155 they're gonna beat the fucking wheels off this team it's not even gonna stand a chance i'm calling a 6-3 win austin matthews two goals regulation money line puck line i guess technically that'd be the over i was chirping the under earlier but austin matthews two goals uh, for my dog, Arizona in regulation, plus 285 versus Vancouver. I called it. Dogs are going to eat some fish. Dogs eat fish. You go fishing with dogs, dogs love it. And the Arizona Desert Dogs are going fishing for some Canuck fish. Uh, for my total, though, San Jose, Chicago, over 5.5, paying off minus 125 here. This number seems so small to me, man. Like, the goaltending is absolutely terrible. Offense has been a problem, I guess, for this team, but, like, I can see it happening, man. That's not a big number, 5.5. So at minus 125, I will definitely lock that in. Uh, okay, boys, consensus plays. I feel like we had a couple early in the docket here. Um, what did we think in here? We like, did we all like the Islanders against Pittsburgh as dogs? Uh, I think so, yeah. 
Wow, uh, we all agree on the Islanders. <laughs> that that is crazy. Uh, the scumbag uh, Islander fans and their shitty yeah, team. I've converted the heathens. Uh, <laughs> I think we all liked Carolina on the puck line against Detroit. Yes, I believe all, so. All, all lean to the Senators as dogs, if not the Senators plus one and a half. At least the uh, at least the puck line. I don't know about Joel. Yeah, yeah. Ducks lightning under right. Yeah, under six. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yep. Gibson Vasilevsky game. I don't mind that yeah. whatsoever. Um, yeah, there's a couple plays there, man. So you know, uh, if you're listening to this show, obviously keep track of that or go back and take it in. But there's a few things that we like. I wish we recorded, you know, like how our consensus picks played out. Maybe we'll have to keep that in mind for like next season or some shit. Give Sharky another Sharky's <laughs> Shark- and, uh, <laughs> we're gonna listen to him, and we're gonna have a spreadsheet by like Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, fellas, that pretty much wraps everything up here. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, man. Tons of sick information there. Big golf tournament coming up this week. NBA playoffs are kicking off. That's going to be absolutely sick. Uh, baseball's been rocking and rolling. We're officially into week one. Uh, MMA's doing the same. NASCAR's been pretty heated as of late, too. There was a sick race in Martinsville last week. Uh, tons of good shit, man. So get your ass in Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And listen to the other shows, dude. There, there's some awesome content coming out with the network. They're pumping out good shit daily. Uh, tons of articles, but the shows themselves kick ass. And of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack's been popping off. Like I always say, tons of familiar faces, and we love the old faces too. Good to see our boy Go Bearcats back in there popping off. You know, he's been pretty active lately. That's always fun, even though he's been being mean to me. But that's okay. Uh, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. I noticed a couple other Leaf fans in there too, so that always gets me going a little bit. Yo, love to see some Toronto love. Yeah, we'll see if they leave after the uh, first round of the playoffs. So we normally do. And uh, this is where I would read a review if we had any new ones. So uh, if you want to hear a review, I'll pump our tires a little bit. Leave us a five star rating review and subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Uh, you can search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And that's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Uh, Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, throw us a follow on Twitter uh, at hockey sgpn. Yeah, get that Twitter going, man. You know, the more if you have Twitter and you listen to the show, give us a follow, you know, and give us a couple of retweets, expand that shit. Uh, if we can grow that, that's always fun, too. All right, guys, speaking of Twitter, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. And you'll find me a little less grumpy next time you hear my voice because I'll be <laughs> drinking again. Woo! I'll fucking drink to that, baby. Peace. Peace.